three, two, one. Welcome to Breaking Balance. Redefining work, success, and life balance for all sales and marketing professionals. They are international speakers and coaches straight out of Jersey and the home of Spark Tank Media. Here is your host and co-host, Jeff Lobb and Nikki Brand. Hey, welcome back. Breaking Balance. Here we go. Jeff Lobb, Nikki Brand. Hi. It's another week. Crazy week this week. Very busy week. Um, yeah, it was like... <laughs> I think it was probably one of the most emotional weeks uh, we've been through with all this uh, stuff going on in the universe and mm -hmm. the anxiety of stuff. And um, I think our topic is really relevant. I think uh, with all of our conversations we've had with clients, I think we're finding one big resistance um, and it's change. Mm. Like people, you know, we're going to title this one actually just for fun. We're going to people are like, you know, change sucks. People are fighting change. Mm -hmm. And I always question like, you know, does it really like mm -hmm. does change really suck mm -hmm. um or do we just fight it um, it's it's an interesting thought because we all we know in the life coaching world that when you change or if you choose to change you are getting out of your comfort zone yeah and, and everyone's so comfortable there <laughs> you know we all have aspects of our lives that we want to stay put with because it's comfortable. It's like a security blanket. And to know that we've got to make changes because there are so many different aspects of our world, um, you know, to change. Sometimes taking that step is not easy. Yeah. Well, we're going to need your help with that for sure. All right. uh, and this one. So, <laughs> All right. some of the, so some of the battles we face, you know, a lot of times we're dealing with people, sales and marketing, or that have been just doing it a long time. Right. Um, and they will just come out straight up and say, you know, I hate change and I don't want to change. I don't want to try this. Mm -hmm. This is the way it's always been done. This is the way I've always done it. Right. Uh, I'm too old to change. Um, mm -hmm. Or even some of the younger groups uh, are just fighting change because they're taught one way. They think it's the only way mm. because that's what they were taught. Right. And they just don't have an open mind yet or enough experience to realize that there are different ways. Right. Um, and I'm going to, I make this statement all the time. Like, Change is not going to wait for you. Mm. It's going to happen with or without you. Yes. With or without you. Stuff is just going to go by. And I hate to watch people lose. Like, sure. I, I've watched some people lose like millions of dollars. Because they refuse to change because of their, who knows what, right? We could break it down. Um, stubborn, ego, um, just simply thinking they don't want to, they don't want to, <laughs> it's easy it's, as that. I don't know what to say. Yeah. I don't know what to do. Yeah. Oh, that's um, going to take too long. You know? Oh, well, if I, you know, take that chance and it doesn't work, then what? Yeah. Right. You know, so many funny examples. Like even I got, you know, so when I got stuck to change years ago, it was, and I just had a conversation with somebody recently. Mm -hmm. Um, when I went from a PC to a Mac, mm. And I heard all this. I had all the same excuses. Yes. Oh my God. It's three times the cost. I can get three laptops for one right, Mac. Right. Um, I, I don't have time to learn something new yes. because I'm so busy right now. Right. And it's like, I, you know, it, it's not compatible or it's not this. I made all these excuses. Right. You couldn't give me a PC today. Like I, I just wouldn't take it. I'd gift it to somebody. I get yours. I, <laughs> like, I actually totally agree with you. Like I, and I, when I hear those same excuses or I'm like, listen, I was there. So what made you actually take the leap? Like what made you change? Um, well, funny, funny story. This was early on, like when the iPhone was born and mm -hmm. this is a really relevant story. Cause we talked, we talked about this earlier. It's our Blackberry story. Mm. So 
years ago, and, and we ask, you know, when I ask any audience, and I think you're in the same boat, right? right. Is how many of you loved your Blackberry? I love my Blackberry. And we had, I had every Blackberry, the one with the, the middle button. I had the right. one that was the walkie talkie kind. Um, but what was the main reason we didn't want to give up our Blackberry? Were you a Blackberry fan? My husband was. He yeah. was obsessed with it. I was always iPhone. iPhone, okay. But he he absolutely loved Blackberry. It was the buttons. Yeah, we did want to not want to make the change. There's no way I can use touch screen. It's too sensitive. It's too this, right. it's too that. So the story of Blackberry, they were on top of their game. Yeah. And the one change that happened that changed a lot of things dramatically was the consumer. Mm-hmm. Customers were like, you know, I like to see things better on these devices. Right. And if you ever had a Blackberry, for those of you who had those Blackberries, do you remember trying to zoom in on a photo? <laughs> yeah. It was like, it, wasn't. it was like trying to come out of NASA out of <laughs> yeah. the satellite. It was pixelating. <laughs> right. Right. It, like what the hell? It wasn't happening. You know, it wasn't happening. Easy. Consumers sure. wanted more visual content. Yes. Yes. They wanted to see things. They wanted to see a video. Right. And you played this video on a BlackBerry. It was terrible. Mm-hmm. BlackBerry felt they were hey, top of our game. We don't need to change. We got the best product. And when consumers changed and they didn't, iPhone, Android, Samsung, Motorola's all came out with these visual, beautiful devices, hence the iPad. As soon as I saw the iPhone and realized that this touchscreen visual thing, and it operated so much faster, so much right. easier, um, it made me bite the bullet to say, I'm going to do this Mac thing. Mm-hmm. And I haven't looked back since, but it was force of nature to understand that I was also a consumer and that's what I wanted. That's what I wanted. Well, that's, you looked at the whole picture because whole, I did when you're looking at this Blackberry travesty, really, yep. it was the consumer who was changing. Yeah. Yep. And now Blackberry could not give into that. They mm-hmm. were stuck on, this is who we are. Right. We're not changing. We're and hence we're not growing and hence we're losing money and hence customers, they stop to think about their customer. Yeah. And I think sometimes when we get so stuck and maybe just because you're not in a position to do that, we're doing a lot of this lately because we have, we do this through a third party. So in other words, if we're working with a client, Mm -hmm. we have a client that's saying like, you know, I can't ask my my customer what they want. Sometimes it sounds like we don't know our business, right? but we can ask like, Hey, Mm. if there were three things. So like on our part, spark tank, we can ask that stuff. Right. Yes. So, they just don't ask their customers, what the hell do you want? Like if, if in a perfect world, how would you like this to be? How would you like it delivered? What value would you like? And what's important to you? Mm. And if they just tell you what they want and you could deliver it that way or better, your product grows, your sales grow. Because you now you're delivering you make more money. hundred percent. So we watched the change and we watched the older shift and, you know, dealing with and hearing, you know, well, I just never, I, we never did it this way. And quite frankly, I don't care. Like, I don't really care. Right. Like that's okay. If it worked for you, then here's what's working for you now. And we are watching younger generation, not because they're savvier, right? Not because they're smarter. They're just willing to go in and adapt much easier. And they are beating 30 year veterans in the sales game. Yeah. I, I really see that a lot. And it's like this, it's like this joke almost that you see these, the youngsters, these mm-hmm. young kids are coming up and they know tech. Yeah. They know tech. Yep. You know? Yeah. But really what they don't know were the older generation. I hate to say it. Yeah. Like, I know. We, we, right? we, how do you want I, to are it? we? Let's just say more experience. More experience. Yeah, I like that. Experience. Better, much better. Um, but that's what we've got. You've got the life experience and you've got that knowledge of, okay, you've got this younger generation coming up, but what do we, we've got the knowledge of, okay, we need to evaluate what do our consumers want? What does our company need to do to accommodate to what is changing? That's right. Right. We have to be aware. Awareness. Awareness. If you could just, that's, that's a magical word right there is awareness. If you could just be aware that 
change is going to happen. I've accepted change is going to happen every day to me, mm-hmm. to us. Yes. It, right. We accept. I, 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 there's a quote on, on Inman. I'm glad they were paying attention is it was awesome that change is going to happen every day. Mm-hmm. I've just figured that it's just a matter of what and when, and when it happens, not that I'm still not taken back by it. Right. I just have accepted it. Like, okay, it's changing. Let's move. How do I fix it? How do I solve it? Mm-hmm. Because let's face it. If all this stuff was easy, they don't need us. Mm-hmm just like any business. If sales were easy, marketing was easy, they won't need you. Right. Just do it. So what makes you different? How do you change to add better value to your customer? Right. To add something more creative and get the hell outside the comfort zone of doing the same old stuff we've done for 30 years. Um, it, It doesn't have to recreate the wheel. We could take old school and marry new school. Yeah. Which is a lot of what we're doing. Which I think a lot of people can appreciate because so many people are either stuck one way or the other. Uh, no, this is just how I do things, you know, on, on this. No, 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 no. I've been doing this forever. Mm-hmm. I'm not going to do that. But when you can marry both, you really can have the best of both worlds in your company to elevate your success. Yeah. Right. And it makes you more marketable. It makes me more, I, I don't know. I, I, I want to look at that company and go, oh, wait, that that's somewhere I, I I'm attracted to that because they're willing yeah. Think about the idea last night. We won't be specific, but the event we did last night, mm-hmm. think about that one person that said, I have to respond to this person to create, you know, influence and thank them for a, a meeting. Mm-hmm. And we told her to go do a video, go do a video, right? Respond by video. And we got to look like, really? Oh, like, really? Like and I've never did. done that. And she did. Yeah. And you know what? It was different. It was personal. It was maybe, I don't know, real quick on your phone. You don't have to be so crazy, mm-hmm. but it was human. And it was her immediate reaction was instead of going, oh, I can't do that. It was, she's like, oh my gosh, that's a good idea. It's a good idea. Yeah. Uh, why didn't I think of that? Yeah. I'm going to go for it. And that small change right there may get her the job. That's right. Because being personable, have, sending a thank you rather than email, doing a video, something very 2021, why not try it? Yeah. That getting out of your comfort zone and feeling vulnerable, the... At the, the, the employer, the person who may or may hire you go, Whoa. Yeah. I like that. Yeah. Or even a follow-up on a sales call or a follow-up on a, a meeting that you had and you want to thank them for something. Um, so many people get caught up because it's got to be formal and I got to make sure my hair's right. And I got to make sure I got a background. Mm-hmm. You, mm-hmm. How about just hold up your damn phone and just say, thank you. People don't care if you're in your car, right? if you're walking up to your house. It's the thank you that they're no, looking no for. Cares. They're looking for the thank you, but they, they just realized, wow, they just did something a little different. Right. They just did something outside the box and I'm attracted to that. Yep. So you might get that call back or that sale might land differently because of the thank you that you did was differently than you normally do. Yeah. And, and it doesn't have to be long and scripted and all this. I watch mm-hmm. so many people try and prepare to prepare to prepare and never, ever do anything. Mm-hmm. It's like, they're so stuck in preparing um, we just got to move them forward. Just go try it. What's the worst? If it fails, who cares? Right. Do it again, change it, say something differently. Because I think you nailed it though. A lot of people, um, you know, myself included in certain points of my life resisted change for fear of failure. Yeah. So oftentimes we'll just stay put because we're not going to maybe blow ourselves out of the water with success, but we're not going to fail. So then we're just going to stay status quo. And a lot of people are happy with status quo. You know, research truly shows it's the people who, 
who jump out of the status quo are the ones who take those risks, you know, smart risks. I mean, listen, risks are risks, right? And sometimes they don't do well. Yeah. And other times they do. You know, sometimes with change too, you have to have that, that there's got to be like that cause. Mm -hmm. There's that reason. Um, And I was reading an article um, recently today on a company that's gone from startup and I remember his days of startup to being worth probably two to $3 billion today. Wow. And this is a guy we used to just like sit across the table with, hang out, built an amazing company. Right. And we started talking about like, you know, his why, and it was a story on him. And really the reason he made change was because someone pissed him off. Someone told him no. Mm-hmm. Someone told him that he couldn't do it. Mm-hmm. He played with a chip mm-hmm. and the chip made the change. You have enough chip on your shoulder. I play with a chip if you haven't figured that out yet. Got a lot of chips sometimes. <laughs> and people like chips are negative. Why be you're like angry? No, I'm not angry. Right, right. It, it creates, it forces me to change. Yeah. Because I don't like to lose. And I will play with that chip in a positive way. Mm-hmm. And when I heard that story, it was so fascinating because I didn't know that backstory of him. I know where he came from. I know how he evolved. Right. But I didn't know he was told no and was refused to participate in things. Wow. And I guess that was enough to be like, okay, I got you. <laughs> Change is going to happen. Watch this. And change, like huge technology huge. change, company change, worth $2 billion. Unreal. $2 billion. Unreal. You know, I love the quote, what you aren't changing, you're choosing. Oh, I like that. What you aren't changing, you're choosing. So for those people out there that are kind of resisting right now, or maybe they're starting to say, wait a sec, they're on to something. Just sit with that for a second. What you aren't changing, you're choosing. Mm-hmm. So... Being resistant to a change in your marriage, a change in your um, job, a change in, you know, the way you try to help your health, you're choosing to be that way. Choice. Yep. Change is absolutely a choice, right? Yeah. Now, some people are forced into change. Yeah. Maybe you lose your job. Yeah. Maybe, you know, uh, you're getting divorced. Maybe... Um, your kids are homeschooled now all of a sudden when they used to go to school, right? Mm -hmm. So you're forced into change. And sometimes that's another way. That's another part of the universe. It happens. And you've got, you've got to now go with the flow. So different personalities, of course. And I just want to throw this out there because it could go both ways on this one. Mm -hmm. So some people change, um, because they just had enough. Some people change because they're kind of forced into it. But what about fear? Mm -hmm. Could, could fear be a positive thing? See, sometimes me, I'm, maybe I'm just super bizarre, but fear changes me in a good way. Mm. Like, what if I said, what if I don't do this? And what if this does not succeed, which is not initially a failure? What's the outcome of that? So do I want to be bankrupt? No. Do I want to be so, so I better get off my rear and to go do this stuff. So sometimes that change is created by not necessarily just playing with a chip, but fear could be a positive thing mm-hmm. um, where sometimes fear people shut down, but if it's in you as that personality, yes. fear drives me. It sounds crazy, but that's what it does. Hey, so what you're basically saying is you don't let fear freeze you into nope. not doing something. That's right. You take fear, look it in the eye yep, and do it because of. That's right. That is a really great tip for people out there who live in fear. There are many people who are run by fear. I mean, listen, look, we live in a world of fear right now. It is everywhere you look, there's something to either, you know, not trust, be scared of whatever. And so if you can take some of that fear and let it drive you in your business, 
Yep. Why not? It's <laughs> why not? It, it may not be for everybody, but I'm just telling you what drives. I mean, maybe it's just a personality thing or maybe it's a flaw. I don't I don't know. I don't think it's a flaw. Um, In fact, I think it's something really resourceful for people out there to think, wow, OK, how does he do it? So maybe that's the question. Yeah. And not that I get because remember, negative thoughts don't help anybody. But if I had to put something like if I just said, if I don't do this, I'm going to go out of business. Mm-hmm. Now, that sounds extreme. Mm-hmm. But you know damn well I'm going to not only do it but do it better. For some yep. reason that drives me, and it's not the negative thought that does. It's the I don't want to ever be there again, and yes. maybe because we've been there a few times yeah. in our lives too. So maybe yes. it's a recall of here's what I just don't I want in my life. That. I don't want to repeat that. Oh my gosh, <laughs> I just don't want to go back there again. Yes. we've all had our times. <laughs> yes. I've I've done this with a live audience, and I said, you know, think about, and it's almost hard to do because you don't want to bring people down. But sometimes you bring them down, then you bring them back up. Absolutely. So if you say, you know, what if you think about like your worst financial scenario in your life? Now maybe yeah. you're blessed and you don't have one, but every time there's somewhere. Somebody's got something. We're all pretty human. We have some bad. Yeah. Think about the worst one. And I remember doing this live in front of a group of women's council of realtors. And I could see their faces like, oh, God, like right. there it goes. Had it, it, it's right, right there. Right. Not, I don't have to think I, too I hard. got it. I, I have it right, right. in my head right so now. I know where it's I'm terrible. at. Right. Okay. So make yourself a promise. I never want to be there again. And if you don't start doing the work you need to do, you're going to end up there again. Yeah. So just make it the thing you don't ever want to be. That's it. That's it. That was enough. Like, yeah, I never want to go there again. Great. So now can we go do the work now? Can we do the things that have to change to get off your and make it happen? Yeah. So sometimes that has to be the driving force. Yeah. Like the fire, like the fire. there is the fire out there. You know, my husband, always, our, our little mantra motto in our house to our kids, if you, it, my husband's dying day, if you said to my kids, what does daddy always say? Work hard, stay focused. Mm. Those are the two things he says every damn day to our kids. Yep. Work hard and stay focused. It's just that little bit of fire that is lit under us. And, you know, you can ask yourself, what is my fire? You know, what is my fire? Would I be willing to change certain aspects of my life to propel and excel in other ways? You know, it's funny if we're talking about breaking balance here and balance of, you know, work life and love and career and home and all these good things. I'll be married almost 20 years, which is kind of crazy. I I got married very young and um, some days, you know, both my husband and I will say it is not easy. Okay. It's, it's really not easy. And I'm not going to sit here and say I'm in bliss, but (laughs) I will say that I have a really good partner who likes to communicate with me. So when we think about, you know, willing to change the partner in life, one of our biggest reasons I think we're still married is because we don't change each other. You just accept, you accept the change. There's an acceptance of who the other person is Mm -hmm. um, with the grounds of let's meet in the middle. So that's kind of been our secret to success in marriage because we are very different people. I don't want to change him. He doesn't want to change me. Some days often, yes, but (laughs) fundamentally, I'm not going to change the who of who he is. However, I will meet him in the middle. So when it comes to that work-life balance in marriage versus like business, your change, your thoughts on change might have to be different. Ah, good point. You know what I mean? Yeah, because you can't let that fire and gut be so like, I don't want to come home and be like, you know what? I just, there are things I wish you were different about, but if I try to change you constantly, then we're going to constantly go like this. Well, yeah, the competitiveness to the scale of you can't have that at home because you end up like just killing each other. It'd be like a war. Right. Sometimes we do that. Like I'm guilty of that. Absolutely. So I guess the question is in your work-life balance, um, since, you know, that's the fundamentals of our podcast here. You know, when you say 
change, you know, when you look at your own home life versus business life, there kind of has to be in my life, there's a, a different thought. Yeah. It's a mixture. It's a different change. Mm-hmm. So change has to have its own identity. It's got to be its own thing. Right. And right. you have to know when to change in one direction versus right. change another. I right. absolutely see that. Right. So awareness of that is going to be a trigger. <laughs> I think so. Like you when know, I walk in the door, change is going to have to be different. And sometimes you got to tone ourselves down too, because we're all keyed up. And <laughs> like we're used to being like our calls and we're like, you know, like, okay, right. can we bring it down a notch. And it's hard to not bring work home. You know? Exactly. <laughs> exactly. Especially when you work with your spouse, <laughs> yeah. you know, oh seriously, it's very difficult. It is difficult. Yeah. Um, but I think, you know, there are, there are definitely reasons out there for people to be willing to make those small changes. So what would you say are some small changes? If, pe- if this is really resonating with some people out there, yeah. where do you start? So first of all, when, when people hear change, they get so wound up in like a big leap, a big, you know, quantum leap. I got right. to yes. change 50% yes. of this. I got to change. Yes. So here's a really easy strategy to think about. When I say to people, you know, if I asked you every day, once a day, could you change 30% of your day? And you're like, that's a lot. Like, yeah. That's a lot. Like, you, you can't eat the elephant, right? right? So could you change 1% a day? Could you change 1% a day? Hell yeah. Right. 1%. Like, could I just do this a little bit better? Yep. Could I do this a little bit faster? Right. 1%. If you just changed 1% per day, what is it? 365 days? It's a lot. 365% change. It's a big change. And most of us can't, don't even dream of think changing 365%, but Absolutely. 1%, if you, but I could digest 1%. Mm-hmm. I could digest 1%. And I don't like, uh, that came up in your story last night too. Mm-hmm. What you were doing was like, right. was it, I don't know if it was 1% it was 1%. or it was 1%. Do you right? believe in yourself? 1%. 1%, right. You it's a belief. Attain this. So that's the belief. Yes. The change could change be 1%. Mm-hmm. Small things. I could digest that. The only thing you got to identify is what is that 1%? What is the one thing you're going to do differently? Maybe it's, I'm going to show up five minutes earlier. Maybe it's 10 minutes earlier. Maybe I'm going to is turn off my notifications for 15 minutes and do this stuff I had to do. Mm-hmm. So those little things, if you just did it every day, something and change 1% more each day. I do believe consistency and change my, my word of my year, hmm. they do go hand in hand. Um, and I think when you are evaluating the customer, when I think you're evaluating yourself, really, that's part of maybe that 1% change. Maybe I need to focus more on who I'm trying to sell to. Maybe I want to focus more on what's going on in my company. Now, are my employees happy? Like, do you ever just sit down and ask yourself this as maybe a, you know, an employer, someone Mm -hmm. who's leading the charge, you know, where's the comfort level at my office and what can I do differently to better the people who I'm working with? Did you ever even sometimes ever even think about how, what you do or how things get handled during the day from a leadership standpoint, not only how it impacts them, how does it impact their families? Oh, when you think of that absolutely. level, absolutely. That is real outside the box thinking. And I would highly encourage um, upper level executives to go there. Yep. Go there. Think about that. How does this trickle down to their life? Not just in here. Right. When they get home. When they get home, what have, what impact based on the change you want to make or the change you're not making? Right. The change you're not making. How is right. that going to impact not only our team and our staff and our, how's it going to impact their lives? Because yeah. the scary part is the people at home, the kids, the family, whomever, the dog, mm-hmm. uh, whoever you have at home, don't even know the impact's coming. <laughs> yeah. They don't even know it. If you're yes. not, if you're not changing in the right direction mm-hmm. and you're not definitely shifting to me, you're impacting all those people that have no idea the train is coming. Oof. 
And we know that train. We've all been there at home, right? right. Yeah. Mommy or daddy is yeah, bad, shitty dad. Had bad, shitty day. So, and it also could elevate the day. I mean, it, it could sure also could. it also could make the entire lifestyle of that whole family different. Better. It's their education. It's their mm-hmm. we're paying for this. It's going to get taken care of. Right. And all of the benefits could be there yes. too if you just realize what the change is going to do. There's that relief end of it too. Hundred percent. So, are we willing? I mean, that's the question, guys. It's it's a new era of time. I mean, like Jeff started it off saying in the world right now, there's change everywhere. Literally. We have a changing of the guards with our administration. We have, um, you know, a bunch of different things that are happening in the first 100 days here. How are we going to look at those changes? How are we going to look at our own lives and what do we want from ourselves? I think this goes right back to goal setting. Okay. So the goal that I'm looking to do, what am I look, what is the 30 day goal? What's my 60 day? What's my 90 day goal setting is really good. It's really important in your home life, in your business life. With that, what am I willing to change to get to those goals? I think that's a really nice, quick exercise you can do for yourself, for your office. You know, what am I willing to change? What am I willing to keep doing? Like, I mean, like we make this for the people out there who don't have to change anything. Yeah. Right. Nope. Everything's God bless you. Everything's fine. It's all good. (laughs) They're all good. (laughs) That's the question. How's everything? Oh, good. It's all good. (laughs) Really? But, is it, but, is mo- it really? but mostly everyone out there, there's something, there's something to work on. And Hey, that's the beauty of life because I can tell you it's short. Your time is now right today. You're alive. You're breathing. You're walking. You're feeling it. Why not make that small change today? Start with, you got your awareness, right? Yeah, awareness, awareness, and, yeah. and the action step. What is that one small step I can make the 1%? Where am I looking at? Right. And mine would be, because I'm a, a little different than this twist, is what happens if I don't do that? Great question. What, that's going to be mine. What if I don't? If I don't do that, what's going to happen to that? So I, why it's my why of why I need to do it. Mm-hmm. So I just put a different spin it so I can put it into my language. Yeah. Um, but it works for everybody. Remember, different different personalities. So I love it. Um, if I don't do this, then know, my, my kid may not be able to go to college. My kid may not be. You do, and what happens if they don't go to college? It's not so much what if they don't. How mm-hmm. would I feel? Yeah. How would I feel? I feel like, so why do I want to feel like that? Right. I'd rather feel like, damn, that's paid for done. The kid's good. I did that. I tried. I tried, right? Got it done. So it's just a matter of how you want to take change. Bottom line is you just have to accept it, right? So many people fight it. Stop fighting it. Stop ignoring it. Mm-hmm. It's not going to go away. It's not like you could just hide it in the, you know, close the file on your computer, nope. change hides. Mm-hmm. You know, if I had to come out with one takeaway of today is kind of the, the mantra I figured out a couple months ago was, I just know it's going to happen. It may happen five times a day or 10 times a day. When it happens, I just accept it and figure out a solution for it. Because I just, it's not like it's going to railroad me anymore. Absolutely. I, I just know what's happening. You're going with it. You know, and I, I'm going to leave on this quote. I love it too. We cannot become what we want by remaining what we are. Say it one more time. We cannot become what we want by remaining what we are. Fantastic. Got to change a little bit. Love it. Good quote. <laughs> there you go. So there you go. there's a wrap. Episode change. Um, does it really suck? Mm, I don't think so. I don't think so. There's no. a lot of, be- there's a lot of positives out of change. And yeah. if you don't remember, it's not going to wait for you. No, that's going to just not. happen. Nope. All right. We'll see you guys next week. All right. Another episode. Uh, if you want to reach out to us, uh, yeah. breaking balance at sparktankmedia.com. See you soon. Bye.